welcome back to your brain uncovered today we're going to be discussing the puzzle of motivation so there has been numerous studies um done on this and we're going to go back all the way to 1954 and we're going to be talking about a study that was particularly interesting because it it started the this trend of uh, doing a candle experiment so yeah anyways carl dunker created this experiment that is well now used a lot in behavioral science and here's how it works suppose i'm the experimenter and then i bring you into a room i give you a candle and some you know thumbtacks and some matches and i say to you your job is to attach the candle to the wall so the wax doesn't drip on the table now what would you do so many people begin you know trying to thumbtack the candle to the wall that doesn't work um so yeah it doesn't work really it takes them 10 to 15 minutes and the key to overcome this is known as functional fixedness so um you kind of look at the box and you see that it, it only you know represents um a receptacle for the tax but uh, really it has other functions it can serve as a platform for the candle and there you go you have it that's the candle problem so yeah this has been replicated numerous times um and um yeah um it was used by the scientist named sam glucksberg who's now working at you know princeton university quite prestigious and he used it to show the power of incentives so he gathered participants and he said that i'm going to tell you how quickly you can solve this problem so to one group he said i'm going to you know time you to establish norms and averages so technically for how long it typically um, takes someone to solve a problem and to the second group he kind of offered a reward now shockingly enough um which group do you think solved the problem faster well the second group it took them you know the ones that were supposed to be given a reward it took them an average of three and a half minutes longer 3.5 minutes longer and this makes absolutely no sense right um so yeah now usually if you want people to perform better, you reward them. You know, bonuses, commissions, um, incent- you know, you just incentivize them one way or another. That's how business generally works. But that's not what's happening here. So you've got an incentive designed to sharpen thinking and accelerate creativity, but the opposite just happens. It dulls thinking and it blocks creativity. Now, what's interesting about this experiment is that it's not an aberration. So this has been replicated over and over again for nearly nearly 40 years. And these contingent motivators, if you do this, then you get that, uh, kind of works in you know only some circumstances. And for a lot of tasks, it either doesn't work at all or and often it does some harm. Um, so yeah, now this is one of the most robust you know findings in social science and it's also one of the most ignored unfortunately now yeah now this is really alarming especially when you're operating in in a business system or some some sort of thing that has to do you know with human resources um and it's built you know because most businesses are really built around these you know extrinsic motivators around carrots and sticks and that's actually really fun you know for many kinds of uh, 20th century tasks but for the 21st century tasks that that mechanistic you know reward and punishment approach just doesn't seem to work and often doesn't work it often just does you know a lot of harm now this same professor sam glucksberg he did another similar experiment he presented the problem in a slightly different way though so uh he he, he attached a candle to the wall uh, so the wax doesn't drip on the, t- the table however instead of you know incentivizing them he they, he just timed them 
So um, what happened here this time? Well, this time the incentivized you know, group kicked the other group's butt. Now, why is that? Because when the tax are out of the box, it's pre- pretty easy, isn't it? You just figure out how to solve it. There's no more functional fig- no fixedness. So yeah, now rewards by their very nature um, narrow our focus. They concentrate the mind. That's why they work in so many cases. So for tasks um, like the one we, I just mentioned, uh, well, you just got to zoom at your goal right there and zoom straight ahead to it. That's when they work really well. Um, but yeah, so now let me tell you why this is so important. Okay, so in Western Europe, in many parts of Asia, in Northern America, in Australia, um, white-collar workers are practically doing less of this kind of work and more of the you know a routine rule-based left brain work so like um, accounting financial analysis computer programming um and it's it's been fairly easy you know to outsource and to automate which is why it's been do- been done for so long now software can do it faster right it can uh, like it can just provide everything um for cheaper so what really matters are the more like right brain creative conceptual kind of abilities that these are the ones we need to fixate on and um well think about your own work okay think about uh, your work are the problems that you face or even the problems we've been talking about here do they even have a clear set of rules and a single solution not really the rules are mystifying and the solution if it exists at all is surprising and not really obvious now so yeah everybody listening to this right now is probably dealing with their own version of the candle like problem and for candle problems of any kind in any field um as studied and shown by behavioral neuroscientists is that um well rewards should be modified depending on the situation right so yeah now let me give you uh, examples let me give you examples from a really great economist Uh, named Dan Arley, who's now at MIT. So he gave students at at MIT a bunch of games. Games that involved creativity and motor skills, as well as concentration. And um, the, you know, he he offered them three levels of rewards, small, medium, and large. Now, if you do really well, you get the large reward um, on down. So what happened? excuse the rain um as long as the task involved any mechanical skill bonuses um they kind of worked better they performed better um but once the task called for you know rudimentary cognitive skills um the, the large reward was just you know it just led to poorer performance for some reason um then they said okay let's see if there's any cultural bias here right so they went to india and they tested it and um obviously the standard of living there is much lower um and they kind of um well they kind of saw that still higher incentives led to worse performance uh so what can we you know what can we see here so there's obviously a mismatch between what science knows and what business does and what worries me here is that we stand like in a rubble of an economic collapse and many organizations are ignoring it for some reason um they're being quite ignorant about it and the good news is that the scientists who've been studying motivation have been you know giving us these new approaches which are practically built on intrinsic motivation rather than extrinsic 
so yeah now around that's practically you know governed around the desire to do things because they matter because we like it they're interesting or you know part of some there's part of something important and to my mind that new operating system for businesses kind of revolves on autonomy maybe mastery and you can say purpose so yeah autonomy aka is the urge to direct our own lives mastery is the desire to get better and then purpose is the you know the yearning to do something that that's of a higher service than ourselves so they can be the building blocks of business um yeah if we were to learn from the science we can use those as a building blocks for business now all in all i think i'm talking too much <laughs> let me wrap this up so there's a mismatch between what science knows and what business does and there's a storm coming so i'm gonna wrap it up very quickly here's what science knows one those 20th century uh, rewards those motivators we think are a natural part of business do work yeah they do but only in a narrow band of circumstances two those if then rewards often destroy creativity three the secret to high performance isn't rewards and punishments but that unseen intrinsic drive the drive to do things for their own sake the drive to do things because they matter and here's the best part we already know this the science confirms that what we know in our hearts so if there's kind of a mismatch between what science and business does is a practically what's right so just follow your guts and maybe maybe get rid of those extrinsic motivated you know ideologies for once um yeah i rest my case i'm gonna close before um i ruin my laptop with the water anyways thank you so much for listening uh all the way till the end and i'll talk to you soon bye